Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Greg is in Sacramento. Hey, Greg, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Uh, thank you. Sure. What's, um, what's I, up? Well, I, my adult son had an event two years ago in which his heart stopped, and he had little to no blood flow for 15 to 30 minutes or so. Ooh, wow. And as a result, he suffered a brain injury and um, was in the hospital for uh, six months. Wow. And they, he, but the amazing thing is he survived, and he's actually doing remarkably well, uh, even though they didn't expect him to survive. Um, he's still in recovery, but he's hoping to be able to work and live on his own again, wow. and hopefully within a year or so. Man. But he did incur a lot of medical debt, uh, given that he's, he's not working yet, and he, he had some debt before that. Yeah. Um, fortunately, the hospital itself forgave $2.5 million, for which we're extremely grateful. So he had um, no insurance? Uh, no, that was with insurance. <laughs> I mean, the insurance covered uh, whatever they covered, and then the, the, the hospital said... The total bill was two point five million. Yeah, but so they got they, they got some whatever. money out of the. They got a lot they got of that some from money. They got a lot of that from yeah. insurance. Yeah, okay. but and then they forgave um, but, the, they forgave the rest. That's very nice. Okay, right. Yeah, we're grateful for that. Yeah. But he does still have about forty five k in medical debt, and that's to about thirty different providers. Um, additionally, he had I think about fifteen k in personal debt prior to that. Most of that's all in collections right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to, I'd like to know how I can best help him deal with the debt. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so how's he doing with the brain when, injury? Where, what, is, what, what is he back? Is he 70% back, improving. 89% back? How, how's he doing? Well, it's hard to tell. In some areas, he's probably 100%, but in other areas, he's got difficulties. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's taking a course at a junior college right now, and it's, He's actually doing really well in the course, but it's hard for it. It's, uh, takes him, he, he says it takes me a lot longer, and it's very draining physically on him. But, How old but, is but he? anyway, he's doing well. He's actually 39. Wow. How old are you? So he's, he's starting over, kind of. Yeah. I'm 67. Okay. What does your wealth and, position look like? Um, we're in pretty good shape. We've got uh, We've got some... Did you, did you ask about my positions? Yes, sir. How much? What's your net? What's your net worth? Yeah. Oh, uh, if I count the house, probably two, two hundred, two fifty, and then four hundred one k, about two fifty. Okay. And so, so half million to a million dollars. 15. Okay. All right. Good. Something okay. like that. And we're, actually, we started following you uh, in two thousand fourteen because my daughter introduced us to to your show and. Uh, she actually used to groom your dog. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> and, uh, and that's how she met. She met you guys, and then told told us you should follow this, and okay. so we it changed it changed um, things for us. <laughs> okay, so can you help him financially? Um, well, we have been in that he's living with us, and we did cover everything uh, everything for him and all of his 
like medical copays and things up until he just started getting SSDI a little bit ago, and now he's um, paying for for most of that. Um, um, Okay, so how can we help you? Well, I'd like to know how best to deal with uh, his debt that's gone into collections. He has a, he has some money saved up from since he's been getting SSDI, how and much? he's hoping to get out of us on um, about fifteen thousand. Okay, you can settle forty five for fifteen on bad medical debt. So now, I, if if he has the emotional strength, if he doesn't, then you help him with that. He, he can, yeah, he really doesn't. Okay, he yeah. can he can sign over the rights for you to discuss this account. And here's how this goes. You call the collector that $1,000 is owed to, and you say, we do, he does not have but 25% of what is owed. So we are offering you 25% of what is owed, and if you do not take that, you're going to get nothing. So it's okay. up to you. Do you want to do this or not? No, we're going to give you 25 cents on the dollar, or you're going to get nothing what do you want to do no we're going to give you you're gonna have to repeat it because these people are dumb Mm -hmm. okay over you're gonna have to just stand there and just over and over and over and over if they want to get nasty say no we're not gonna have nasty conversations you're gonna get to talk to a dial tone i'm gonna push that little end button on my phone if you just get nasty Mm -hmm. but we're gonna do 25 cents on the dollar and if you don't want to do that i'll call you next month and see if you've changed your mind and until you want to do that you're not getting anything oh and by the way you're not having electronic two things under no circumstances do you give them money until you have the agreed amount in writing right Mm. and under no circumstances do they have electronic access to accounts so they cannot have, okay. give me your checking account number. We'll just draft it. Absolutely not. They will clean him out. They lie. Yeah. Okay. You, you're going to have to call a couple of times to get this locked in. Yeah. You can tell a collector is lying if their mouth is moving. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm usually not the person that, uh, yeah, to you're, be, not gonna be, tough, you're not going to be, you're not going to be comfortable finding out that this level of humanity exists in our culture. It yeah. is the underbelly. Yeah of what's going on out there but you just got to be really tough and really firm you can have a little fun with it and be sarcastic and mean back if you want or you can just be really tough and really firm and go look we're through talking now i'll call you next month beep Mm -hmm. okay you're gone next hey we have 25 cents on the dollar you want to take that give it to me in writing i will give you uh, I, i will send it to you uh certified mail return receipt requested cashier's check uh, or we'll get a prepaid debit card for that amount, whatever. We can find some way where they can't access his account and clean out the 15K or clean out 100 cents on the dollar after they agreed to 25 cents on the dollar. And you got how okay. many of these creditors you got to deal with, Greg? About 30. Yeah, this, yeah. it's going to be fun. Not. I know. Not. <laughs> and I heard that once you do, then they all start hounding you again, hounding my son again. Right? No, don't, no, 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 no. Once regularly, it's but. once it's settled in full and you have it in writing, he's done. Mm-hmm. Just keep that forever, though. Keep it in a he's file. Done. You're, in you're forever, settling right? this but, on his behalf. He's giving you, he's going to give you a sheet that says in writing that you have permission to settle this account for him because he's meant to, he's disabled. He's got a brain injury. Right. And so right. you could get nothing, people. But we're trying to give you what he does have. So okay. you're being honorable. Because all you're going to give him everything he's got, you're being honorable and settling it. So, 
um, you know, and just keep just keep talking to them and talking to them. But you're dealing with people that couldn't get a job shoveling out a septic tank, and so they're sitting on the phone being a collector instead. This, that's honorable, by the way. That's not. This is the Ramsey Show. It continues to amaze me how identity thieves keep finding ways to use our own identities against us. Not only do they commit crimes related to financial fraud, medical ID theft, and insurance benefit fraud, but now we have to deal with home title fraud. Thieves are using your own personal info to take ownership of your home so they can take out loans and you end up with a pile of debt and foreclosure notices. Over 4,000 data breaches happened in 2018, exposing 3.6 billion records. So thieves have plenty of identities to use and there's a one in five chance it will be yours. That's why Xander Insurance is the only program I use and recommend. Their plan covers all types of identity theft, and it takes over all the work if you become a victim. Visit Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Question of the Day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services with 19 service brands nationwide. Neighborly's network of providers have trusted local service professionals to handle more than a thousand different services in and around your home. Go to neighborly.com and find a schedule and service today. All right. Today's question comes from Jim in Arizona. He says, we pay extra on our mortgage each month so that we can get rid of it more quickly. Very good. We're wondering if refinancing while still paying extra will put more towards the principal and help us pay it off faster, even though the interest rate would be slightly higher. So here's the details. Our current mortgage is a 15 year at 2.75%. The balance is 103000 Our current monthly payment is 1700 a month and we're paying 2500 a month. Very good. Right now, we would pay it off in four years, and the house is worth over 600 k If we refinance, our monthly payment would be $760 a month. And from what I've read, the interest does not apply to the overage amount paid and is directly applied to the principal interest-free. Is this true? Dave, have you ever read something and it makes so little sense that it makes you question your own? Yeah. <laughs> level of intelligence (laughs) everything on the internet is not true abraham lincoln said that so yeah there you go yeah no i wouldn't refinance number one you have 2.75 percent why would you go up to a six plus you know person interest rate for this you've got because he thinks that the interest is all charged on the front end and he's not and and that he's he doesn't understand how this really works that's why yeah okay so here's how it really works the interest is calculated on a mortgage just like a simple interest loan. Now, how does that? What does that mean? It means you take your annual interest rate. In this case, two point seven five percent. You divide that by twelve. When you do that, you're going to get point two two. So about a quarter of a percent per month. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so whatever balance is outstanding that month, one quarter of one percent or point two two percent is going to be multiplied by that and that is the interest that is owed that month now let's say that's a hundred thousand dollars okay and so if you paid that that tiny little bit of interest and you paid five thousand dollars more 
towards your mortgage. Mm -hmm. The next month, the amount of interest would be 95,000 times 0.223, okay? And if you pay down $1,000 the next month, it's going to be the interest is $94,000 times Mm 0.223. And so... The only way a mortgage gets paid off faster due to a refinance is if you get a lower interest rate, not a higher interest rate. It's mathematically impossible for your mortgage to be paid off faster with a higher interest rate. There is no scenario in which that works. So whatever you read confused you or was just wrong, and the most of what you read these days about finance on the Internet is just wrong because it's just really basic math the amount outstanding that month the balance the principal balance that month times the monthly portion of the interest your annual rate divided by 12 okay that tells you how much of your payment is going to interest yeah everything else is going to reduce principal so let's do some quick dirty math okay a hundred thousand bucks at two and three quarters that's twenty seven hundred and fifty dollars per hundred thousand yes per year Okay. Okay. If you pay twenty five hundred a month, which is what he's doing now, mm-hmm. that's thirty thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Thirty thousand times three is ninety. Mm-hmm. Okay. During that time, we've had around three thousand dollars in interest build up per year. Mm-hmm. So he should be debt free in three and a half years if he just pays twenty thirty thousand dollars a year. Wow, that's not because in, thir- in three years he would have paid off ninety mm-hmm. plus a little interest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our, some our minus a little interest so call it 85 right all right which will leave him about 15 more thousand so in about three and a half years he's debt free with a two and three quarter percent mortgage that ain't bad if you just keep doing what you're doing dude yeah if you add more to it of course it's going to go away even faster right and if you add a lump sum to it today it'll go away the even next faster. month you're not going to pay interest on anything except what is left That's how simple interest is calculated, and that's how a mortgage is calculated uh, with any standard mortgage that's out there. Now, there are some ripoff finance company mortgages that use the rule of 78s, which has a prepayment penalty built into it, and you do not get credit for the interest Mm -hmm. by prepaying principal on those. But that's if you've got an 18% interest rate and you went to the storefront like beneficial, which is not. Um, or something like that, right? You go in one of these rip-off. It's right next to the pawn shop. Oh, you know, gracious. Little mm-hmm. personal, you know, you get a 38% mm-hmm. interest rate on a personal loan of 5000 bucks in there. Those kinds of places, right? Yeah. So it, you can go in there but they, and get a different mortgage. But all FHA, VA, Fannie Mae, home equity loans with a traditional bank or credit union, they all run on simple interest with no prepayment penalty. And so you do not prepay the interest. The reason that your payment is X and most of it goes to interest in when you have a 30-year mortgage on your first payment is because your balance is so stinking high still. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when it's multiplied by your interest rate, divided by 12, right. it takes up most of your monthly payment. That's right. That's why it starts out. But if you look towards the end of paying it off almost all of it is almost all your payment then if you're just paying your regular payment is going towards principal, principal. Yeah. why because your balance is infinitely small at that point That's you got good. five grand left 
on your balance and you're, you know, you're paying a thousand dollars a month. So of course, most of the thousand is not going to be interest because mm -hmm. there's not mm -hmm. a lot of interest on five grand. That's right. Well, Dave, this is, this is why you've got the goat status. I think that was a great job of explaining that. Wonderful. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, yeah. And, and so Jim, thank you for coming to us. Because the problem with this kind of stuff is it causes people to do stupid butt stuff. It does. And here's the thing. Here's what's scary. There's people in the mortgage business that don't know what I just said. I guarantee it. And they will sell you a 6% mortgage as a method of getting out of debt when you have a 2 and 3 quarter percent mortgage. Well, they're also going to get paid off of that. So, Well, there's that. Some of them do, but some of them do it out of ignorance, not, not malicious. Oh, I that's mean, they just don't know. People, this is really basic stuff. But you know, the other, let's just take it one step further. Just be real nerdy, okay? Okay. It, you, you're, you and Sam ever get your uh, amortization schedule yes, out? Yes. Yes. You got the columns of the interest yes. and the principal. Mm -hmm. It's if you go take your calculator and do what I just said to uh -huh. do, it's exactly what you're going to find. That's how that's developed. Mm -hmm. That's the spreadsheet formula that I just gave you. That you plug in the spreadsheet formula and it creates those am tables, those, mm -hmm. those amortization tables. All right. Because that shows you the portion, you know, I got a payment of a thousand, mm -hmm. this much is principal, this, this tiny little bit's principal at yeah. the first, the whole big thing's interest, and then it goes to the bottom and to the bottom. That's why it's exciting to look at because yeah. you start seeing and so more you, of your money go you to it. If you take your AM schedule principal. and you say, okay, I'm currently owe $200,000 on my AM schedule, mm -hmm. you find that place on your AM schedule and you say, what would happen if I paid $50,000 in principal next month? Well, you slide down to where you find a $150,000 balance, mm -hmm. and you'll see how much of your payment is going to go to interest and how much is going to go to principal. Yeah. Cause, so what you're literally doing is you're sliding forward in the AM schedule by prepaying principal mm -hmm. to the next level or to the next place that that principal amount equals that. That's how it works. Yeah. and that's But it's all based on the idea of the interest that is charged only on the outstanding balance monthly. It's not bi-weekly, right. once a month. Mm -hmm. So you could pay four times during the month. Doesn't change doesn't a thing. Doesn't change a thing. Because they only, they only reset once a month. And so at the, at the beginning of the month, whatever's outstanding, times your monthly interest rate mm -hmm. is going to give you your interest charge. And so that's how this process works. So that's a good question. That was, and a great explanation. And I'm glad, Jim, that you uh, sent it in here. Uh, we're not making fun of you for not knowing because most people don't know this. And a lot of people think that because the interest is so large on the front end mm -hmm. that they're paying all the interest up front. And you're not. You're only paying the interest that you owe each month. That's all. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. The phone number is 888-825-5225. This is common sense for your dollars and cents. Gwen's with us in Tampa. Hi, Gwen. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, my issue is my husband and I restored a 1966 Airstream and um, um, used it. Unfortunately, he passed away, and it's time to let it go. Um, so uh, my question is, my niece and husband um, expressed an interest in it a long time ago and said, hey, if you're ever interested in selling it, or that's the way they put it, you know, let us know. So I had written him a letter. My question is, we're supposed to talk tomorrow. And I thought, you know, I don't know how this is supposed to go. What's, what's fair? I do have another niece and another nephew. 
and we have a trust as well. But bottom line is, I thought, you know, I just want to be fair. I don't know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Right whoa. Slow down, this. slow down. How long ago did your husband sorry. pass? Pardon me, I'm sorry? How long ago did your husband pass away? He, he passed away four years ago. I'm so sorry. And you guys Thank rebuilt you. this camper together. Well, we had it restored. Oh, you had uh, it restored. Okay. So what is it worth if you were just to sell it on the open market? I actually, um, um, it was valued at, surprisingly and shockingly, it's valued at $33,000. Why is that shocking? Is it shockingly low or high? Well, uh, well, uh, it is high. Uh, for me, it is. It's 1966, but my um, people that we have at service regularly from said, Oh my gosh, these are really into that. Well, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, it's kind of a cool It's a fad rebuild. right now. Yeah, it's a fad. That's a cool thing. Yeah. All right. So you have a $33,000 camper and one of your family members wants to buy it. I, I, yes, they, they expressed it probably three or four years ago and said, Hey, uh, if you're ever interested in selling it, please let us know. Okay. And I'm so letting you I, know I, it's $33,000. I'm letting you know. I'm getting ready to put the camper up for sale for $33,000 in two weeks. Would you like it before I put it up for sale? Did you already do that, Gwen? Uh, I, I only said that we were going to talk. Uh, I asked them if they were interested. I'd like to give them a first crack at it. And they yeah. said, can we give you a call tomorrow? And I said, absolutely. Let's talk tomorrow. Sure. And I thought, I, I don't know how to, how to I don't want to offend them, but I also don't want to be... If they're offended by you selling your camper for what it's worth, then that's their problem. Do you think they're expecting some sort of a deal because it's family? Is that what you're worried about? I would guess that. I would guess that. Why? I don't want to presuppose, but I'm not very good uh, thinking on my feet. I get a little flustered, and I... Well, you don't have to think on your feet. Yeah, you you don't have to think on your feet. You're going to sell your camper for $33,000. Or, if you want to give them a deal, just because you, as an act of love, and you've got a pile of money, and you don't need any money, do you need money? Well... This is the thing. I would like to use that money. We're establishing a scholarship for my husband in his in my husband's name. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, up at the high school that he then then they're ago. helping with that if they buy the camper, and you can tell them yeah. that. Yeah. I'm I'm going to sell the camper, and whatever I get out of it is going to go into his scholarship fund over at the school, and so and the guys at the at the camper place tell me it's worth thirty three thousand, so I'm going to put it up for sale for thirty three thousand. If you want to sell it to them for 30 and just say that, that's fine. But you don't have to think on your feet. This is not a negotiation. This is you just putting a price on something and what it's worth. There's nothing to be flustered about. I, it's just, I, is selling this camper, is it making you feel some type of way? Is that what it is? Because you feel like you're, it sounds like this is just ringing you out right now. Well, uh, you know, it's it's the uncertainty of it. I, I know it's the right thing to do. I, I truly do. We enjoyed it, and uh, I haven't used it, and it's just been for it to just it. Um, but so it feels like you're selling a little bit of what was your husband's in your dream. Mm-hmm. Yes, we loved it. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be did. it's gonna be kind of emotional the day it leaves. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I have to tell you, it, it's uh, it's beyond me. It's beyond me, and I. And he would love, he would love it to go to them, if indeed that's the thing. Okay. My, but my but I don't think he meant for you to give it to them for free, do you? 
I think he would, I was sure. My husband was extremely generous. Uh, he was. Yeah. Oh, no. But they, do you, do you think he was expecting you to give this camper away for free? I, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think right. so. I don't either. Yeah. It, you're not, it's not an act of, you're not being mean when you sell something to anyone for what it is worth. Now, if it's worth 33 and you sold it to them for 43, that's being immoral, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. But you're, when you sell something for what it's worth, you have done absolutely nothing wrong. If you choose to discount it slightly, not as an act of being pressured or feeling some kind of guilt trip, but just as an act of generosity, mm-hmm. then that's your choice. It's your item, and you can do that too. So you say, you know, they. The guys at the store tell us it's worth 33. That's what I'm going to put it on the market for. But because my husband would love it if you guys had it and knew th- and we knew that you were using it, you know, we'll sell it to you guys for 30 instead of 33. And the money is going to a scholarship fund. So it's, yeah, it's still generosity. Yeah. Does that make sense? It, it, it totally does. Yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't think, I don't think we're going much lower than that. Okay. And if they have an expectation of that, that's their problem. Because no promise was made ever in any conversation to these people that they were getting a free camper. Yeah. They said when it goes for sale, let us know. Not when you give the camper away, let us know. <laughs> well, can I, can I add something? A family member that was kind of in, involved, sort of. There it is. There it is. This is what's called nunya. Nunya business. <laughs> I don't know who this family member is, but they're not in this transaction. Yeah. But I just figured out what you're worried about and what you're feeling guilty about mm-hmm. and what all your feels are about that Jade was smelling. It's this family member who yeah. was a member of his family, not yours, correct? Um, actually, um, um, your husband's family. Member of my family oh of your Mm. family okay then you can really tell them where to yeah exactly (laughs) this is called good boundaries and i don't think i asked you and i don't think i will be asking you Mm -hmm. and this is nanya that's what you call it a taco burrito conversation nachos Nachos. 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 I love that. I have never heard that. That is fabulous. Henry Cloud will love that. The author of Boundaries. Nachos. Okay. (laughs) Mic drop right there. (laughs) Last time I looked at the title, it says nachos. Nachos. It says mine. (laughs) That is so good. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to get out of here or not. Get me to a commercial, Lord. Oh, that's so good. That's the ultimate boundaries joke right there. It is. I'm going to email that to Henry right now. Oh, man. I knew something was going on in that, though. She was just You smelled it, and I thought it was the grieving over her husband. At first, and then I'm like, there's something with this. It's it's her mama or somebody that needs a a nachos burrito. (laughs) Nachos. You don't get to speak into this. That is so great. <laughs> Whoever it is has been sniffing around that camper for a while now, too. Yeah, just they got waiting. their own little. They got their own little game going, don't they? <laughs> or they just like to screw around in other people's business. True, which some folks nachos are like that. is so much better than nunya. <laughs> 
none of your dadgum business works They're cousins. Pretty, that works pretty good. They're cousins. You know, you, mind your own. Mind your own. It's a full-time <laughs> job. This is Nunya. Nunya. And it's nachos. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> well, I'm uh, glad I, I'm glad you I introduced what? you to something Deloney, new, Dave. I bet Deloney doesn't know that. Oh, uh, well. Delon- we'll hear that on the <laughs> mental health show, the Dr. John Deloney show, when he's helping people set boundaries. <laughs> this is the Ramsey Show. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host. Thank you for joining us, America. We're glad you're here. This is the Ramsey Show. Uh, when you graduated from high school, did uh, anybody give you a copy of a Dr. Zeus book as a gift? Uh, I hope not. High oh, school? Oh, the places you'll go. Oh. That's the one. It, that's my guess anyway. Yeah, okay. I was thinking, what the crap? At first I went Dr. to Green Seuss Eggs and Ham. Not for high school. <laughs> okay. But here, here's the, th- let's just try something. Let's do a graduation gift that actually matters. Oh, the places you'll go. Okay. The Get Clear Assessment is built specifically for teenagers. They spend some time answering questions, and in just a few minutes, they get customized results about their specific top talents, passions, and mission, and that is the kind of guidance that gives them confidence about the major they choose, the career field they lean towards, and avoid wasting uh, years and tens of thousands of dollars on courses on degrees they don't need, want, or hate. People spend years of their lives trying to figure this stuff out, and you can give them the Get Clear Assessment. For students, for 30 bucks at RamseySolutions.com, go to the store, or you can give them Dr. Seuss. Your choice. <laughs> so now we're trashing Dr. Seuss in our ad copy? Well, you know. Is that how un-American is that? The point is it's better to Dr. get the. Seuss. I'd rather have the assessment, though, than the book. I would, too. But why can't we pick on somebody other than Dr. Seuss? <laughs> Do both and. This, I'm like Anchorman. I just read whatever's put in front of me, apparently. <laughs> oh, my God. This is awful. No, I'm not going to trash Dr. Seuss anymore. Uh, tell them to re- tell tell those mean people in marketing to rewrite their copy. <laughs> They're just meanies, just big old meanies. So seriously, all joking aside, get the uh, get the get get your kids to take this assessment. Mm-hmm. Uh, wouldn't you have loved as a high school senior to have a freaking clue about what you were leaning into? Love it. Would have yeah. loved that. RamseySolutions.com slash store. What's the name of the book we're, we're telling them not to buy? Oh, The Places You'll Go. Oh, I think you ought to get that too. Not to be confused we with Green Eggs and Ham. We need to just throw that in with the Get Clear assessment. We don't have any there of those, go. so we can't. Oh, The Places You'll Go. Rodney's in Washington, D.C. Rodney, how are you? I'm very good. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Um, well, I'm 58 years old. Uh, my brain and I'm retired. My brain home pay is uh, three thousand eight hundred. I have about thirty six thousand cash in the bank, one hundred thirty five in one retirement account, and two thirty in the other retirement account. Good. I owe forty three thousand dollars on my house, and I want want babe to buy a new car. I'm not one hundred percent needed right now, but I want to. So I'm trying to figure out, should I take a little bit of money out of my retirement account and buy the car outright, or should I just uh, pay the house off first or something else? How much are you thinking about spending? Uh, uh, actually, the car is going to be approximately $40,000. 
So about close to the same amount that I owe for my mortgage. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you're certainly allowed to do that. It's not against the law, but you called us and asked us. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. And you're, you said you're how old? I'm 58. Okay. All right. I'm a car guy, so I, I can relate. I mean, I like a great car. I got my my big Raptor with loud mufflers and my sports cars, and I love that stuff. So I'm with you on all this. But the, the problem is is that these toys are going to cost you parts of your future that you don't want them to cost you. So we don't, A, number one, we don't recommend buying a car, a brand-new car, unless you have a million-dollar net worth, because they go down in value so fast. So we don't yes, do sir. that, and you're not there. So we're not buying a new one anyway. So we're talking about a used one. And a used one, we don't recommend buying anything you can't pay cash for, and that the total of all of the items that you own that has motors or wheels does not equal more than half your annual income. And you said you make what a year? Uh, again, I'm retired. My bring home for my uh, pension is about 3800 Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Now you're and my you're you're, reti- you're retired my- at fifty eight. Yes, sir. You don't um, work at I all. Got very lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sell some stuff on eBay, but that's it. Okay. My Are you married? Only- no, sir. I'm not. Okay. Right. So what do you? What is it? What do you spend in your time doing? So, <laughs> um, besides looking at new cars, eBay. <laughs> right. Uh, I sell stuff on eBay. Just. Uh, uh, it- I'm nothing much of anything. What's the uh, what's the car you're thinking of? Um, probably like a Hyundai Santa Fe or something like that. Okay. All right. Well, what I, what I would tell you is that I would do if I woke up in your shoes. What are you driving now? What's the car worth you're driving now? Um, the car I'm driving now is the Santa Fe, and it is probably worth around fifteen to twelve or fifteen thousand. Okay. All right. Again. You're more than welcome, sir. We'll still be friends if you do whatever you want to do, but you called us. What I would do yes. is I would drive the car you're driving and pay off my house, and I would pick up um, something fun that I make money, really money, good money doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're only 58 years old. You're just a pup. Yes, sir. I mean, you could go make you could go make 50 grand and not even think anything about it and then use that money to upgrade the car. After your house is paid off, I love that plan. You got you, you yes, just got sir, this. I, you got all this potential right in front of you, and so if I'm you, I want the car. I agree with you, but I'm going to do it smart, and that way. Have you ever bought something, Rodney? And by the time you finished paying it off, or by the time you owned it a little while, <laughs> you knew you shouldn't have bought it, and you hated the stupid thing that you thought you were going to love. Yes, sir. That's what this. Times. That's what this is going to be if you do this wrong, because you're already too smart to do this. Yeah. Hey, you're not done. I think that you've still got something to offer. And I think the longer that you sit around, you're going to be looking for more things to buy. So you got to go make some money instead of sitting around all day figuring out what you spend it on. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you know what? That's going to be me. I have to do that. I have to be careful because if I'm sitting around, I'm planning the next trip or the next car purchase. I'm just like that. I I didn't even thought of that. Look, oh my god! It's now I've true. got the money. That's different. But yeah, I used to work from home before I came here, and now that I've come here to Ramsey, I come in here every day. You don't spend as much. money? I don't spend as much money. Yeah, you don't. You're working, man. You know? I used to sit around. It's like you're sitting looking around your house, just looking for things to replace. Yeah, it's what, it's what <laughs> happened during COVID, man. That's why Home Depot stock went up. Man, you know? it's so true. Wow.
So, so yeah, that, so Rodney, let's go ahead. Let's keep an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. Let's start chunking down on that house. Let's get that house paid off, and then let's save up a beyond that. And the best, the fastest way to do that is just make some more money. You could double your income without a lot of effort. Yep. Yep. You're you're only making about forty five thousand a year with your current retirement income, and you could easily go make another thirty five or forty just screwing around. I mean, mm-hmm. really, it doesn't. You don't have to work that hard, but just go do something all with the idea that when I get my car and I got the emergency fund, I got the house paid off. I'm going to quit that and I may sit around and do nothing again, except you'll be trying to spend again. But yeah, yeah. but yeah. yeah, that, that, that's how I would do it. If you'll do this after you have figured out a way that's fun and reasonably easy to make some more money and you have paid off your house and you have your emergency fund and then you pay cash for the upgrade on the car, if you do it then and buy a one- or a two-year-old one, you're going to feel really good about Rodney. You know, so, so many people treat work like it's a sentence. And when my sentence is over, I get to... And it shouldn't feel like like that. You know, you should be able to find work that you enjoy doing. And not and for him, it not, doesn't have to be eight hours a day, you know, all this doesn't time. Have to be, but doesn't have to be a grind. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a grind. It and can the, just be something you enjoy is, doing. The weird thing is your highest income potential across the board now it's not true of everybody but i mean the average is people in their 50s wow between the age 50 and age 60 you make the most money of any decade of your working life because all the stupid stuff you did in your early years is now called experience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you and you got it dialed in and you hit the sweet spot every time you hit the ball that's cool you know and then 60 you start to slow down and calm down but most mm-hmm. people make the most of their money in their 50s so you got a that's real opportunity cool. rodney still got two of those years left This is The Ramsey Show. Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.